Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. subject line is incredibly effective and it goes i've tried a lot of sleep podcasts for my insomnia and it's a hard balance to get right engaging enough but also lulling enough this is the one that works on even my worst nights i'm asleep in under five minutes thank you to our listener who wrote this review we are so happy to help you fall asleep so easily this episode is brought to you by Gates Made of Red Coral. Tonight, we'll read a Japanese tale adapted by Snoozecast called The Precious Fishing Hook or The Happy Hunter and the Skillful Fisher. It was originally found in Japanese fairy tales compiled by Yei Theodora Ozaki. If you enjoy this sleep story, be sure to check out our other ones that come from the same book. The Bamboo Cutter and the Moon Child is a two-parter that first aired in April of 2019. Momotaro also aired in April 2019. And the Fisher Boy Yurashima aired in May of 2020. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths.
long ago, Japan was governed by a man who was as handsome as the sun goddess he was descended from was beautiful. He was also strong and brave, and he was famous for being the greatest hunter in the land. Because of his matchless skill as a hunter, he was called the Happy Hunter of the Mountains. His elder brother was a skillful fisher, and as he far surpassed all rivals in fishing, he was named the Skillful Fisher of the Sea. The brothers thus led happy lives, thoroughly enjoying their respective occupations, and the days passed quickly and pleasantly while each pursued his own way, the one hunting and the other fishing. One day, the happy hunter came to his brother, the skillful fisher, and said, Well, my brother, I see you go to the sea every day with your fishing rod in your hand, and when you return, you come laden with fish. And as for me, it is my pleasure to take my bow and arrow and to hunt the wild animals up the mountains and down in the valleys. For a long time we have each followed our favorite occupation, so that now we must both be tired, you of your fishing and I of my hunting. Would it not be wise for us to make a change? Will you try hunting in the mountains, and I will go and fish in the sea? The skillful fisher listened in silence to his brother, and for a moment was thoughtful. But at last he answered, Oh yes, why not? Your idea is not a bad one at all. Give me your bow and arrow, and I will set out at once for the mountains, and hunt for game. So the matter was settled by this talk, and the two brothers each started out to try the other's occupation, little dreaming of all that would happen. It was unwise of them, for the happy hunter knew nothing of fishing, and the skillful fisher, who was not so happy, but actually bad-tempered, knew as much about hunting. The happy hunter took his brother's much-prized fishing hook and went down to the seashore and sat down on the rocks. He baited his hook and then threw it into the sea clumsily. He sat and gazed at the little float bobbing up and down in the water and longed for a good fish to come and be caught. Every time the buoy moved a little, he pulled up his rod, but there was never a fish at the end of it only the hook and the bait. If he had known how to fish properly, he would have been able to catch plenty of fish. But although he was the greatest hunter in the land, he could not help being the most bungling fisher.